Good morning, everyone. It's Tuesday, August 6th. We just finished a long weekend. Hopefully everyone had an awesome long weekend. It was smoking hot. The weather was great. A little windy on Sunday, but uh, you know, it was awesome getting in, uh, getting in a little bit of work here on Saturday at the gym. Sunday, got to go out to the Birds Hill Park with Lori and Lexa. We hung out there from about 2 o'clock p.m. till about 7.30 at night. Um, Lexa just basically wanted to wanted to swim, wanted to be out in the water, and it was really cool. It was her first time swimming. We got these things that little buoyant. Um, it's not a life jacket, but it goes across the chest and on the arms, sort of thing. So you can kind of lean forward and actually like start kicking and, and pulling yourself in the water. And um, she she wanted to swim out to one of the boys. So it's not as far as for those of you that know where Birds Hill Park is. It's not far as far as the the fountain, but um, there's this big yellow boy that's standing up out of the water. And there were some people that were swimming around there. And Lexa, being as stubborn as she is, wanted to go out to it. So she ends up getting to the point in the water where uh, she can't touch anymore. So at Birds Hill Park, you can walk out fairly far, even if you're a three-year-old. You can walk out fairly far uh, and still touch the, the ground. And then you, you start you know getting in a little bit deeper and your feet aren't touching the ground. So that sense of security isn't there. So some adults freak out with that. Um, kids, I don't know. It's It was really cool seeing her do that just because... Um, she knew that the ground wasn't there and immediately started kicking and stuff like that. And, um, you know, me growing up, I wasn't, I wasn't a very great swimmer. I was, you know, always happy to have the ground under my feet when I wanted it sort of thing and, and ended up learning to swim at the age of like 27. So it was interesting. But, um, anyways, she, she was so stubborn that she just wanted to swim out to this boy and, uh, and touch it. And it took about, 15 to 20 minutes for her to actually get from where she could touch the the sand to getting out to that boy but she was stubborn and um, was just kicking and pulling and ended up getting there and she was so proud of herself for getting there so we were in the water for about an hour and a half uh, right when we got there till uh, when we got out and Lori and I were just like okay like let's let's get out and get something to eat and she still wanted to stay in there but we dragged her out kicking and screaming and um, I just thought it was an interesting, it's always interesting watching kids uh, just not have that, they don't hold back. They love climbing on, on things. They love jumping off stuff. Like height doesn't really matter. They might hesitate a little bit, but it's like they don't, they don't think, holy shit, I can get hurt if I, you know, jump off this or fall off this or anything like that. There's just no, uh, yeah, no warning bells in their head that go off. So it's, it's kind of cool just seeing someone um you know seeing my daughter uh just having that mentality about trying things which is which is really cool and you know i don't stop her from climbing on things and you know maybe jumping off if it's a little high um but for the most part like we let her climb i want her to be able to climb i want her to be able to to feel comfortable with what she's doing and and know how to position her body so that she's in a safe secure place if she wants to climb a fence it's like yeah i'll be around um but you know let her let her climb and let her experience it and you know not not be scared to to potentially fail so um yeah it was an awesome weekend had a bunch of no sweat intros yesterday which was cool so coach the the holiday wad um had a bunch of people out almost 20 people for the holiday workout yesterday so that was cool um a lot of a lot of sweaty individuals we ended up doing um building to a max clean hit a bunch of prs there building to a max deadlift hit a bunch of BRs there, 
and then it was three little five minute AMRAPs to really get people's heart rates up and uh, and it was just in, in partner. So basically one person working at all times as fast as you can while looking good as always. Um, and I don't mean like complexion and hair and stuff like that movement wise is, is kind of what I'm referring to. And um, yeah, it was, it was good. Even though it's like short, super high intensity, the goal is like get out of your comfort zone, work as hard as you possibly can. We had some really fit people working with some newer athletes and it was basically like, hey, if you're, if you're a, a consistent, uh, if you've been a member for a while, like you take the reins, you lead the show, you tell the person when to go, when to stop and, and you switch off. And, um, and it worked really well. So um, stuff like that, when it's really short, really fast, you got to communicate really well and uh, not, be, uh, not be on the fence about stuff. It's like, it's go time. So that was a lot of fun. Today was Ben's last official like 930 class. So he started coaching um, here, the 930 class on Tuesdays and Thursdays when he became a coach. He went through our coaches development program um, and he was, uh, it was, it's, it's been awesome having Ben as a coach. He's really grown since he started here. Um, when he when he started, uh, had some questions asked about his his level of maturity in becoming a coach, <laughs> and uh, and I, I I had belief in him. Um, I, I saw something just like in all our coaches. Um, I don't I don't have any regrets about anyone that's gone through our coaches development program. Um, you know, love all of our coaches. They've come a long way and they keep getting better as athletes and coaches and individuals. And I'm super proud of all of them. So um, it's very, very cool to see. But um, yeah, he coached his last, last official 930 class. He's still going to be on the schedule here and there um, over August, but taking some time to travel with his family and stuff. And then, uh, and that'll be uh, before he goes back to school. He is not... I did a post um, saying that he was going back to school to become a gynecologist. So all the snatch work he's been doing here isn't going to waste. That was a joke. Um, he's he's not going back to school or he's not going to school to become a gynecologist. He's going to Red River for mechanical engineering technologists. So two totally different fields. But um, yeah, I think he, he likes fixing stuff and uh, and working on things. And I think it'll be a... A good a good option for him so he's he's pretty excited about it and um, it's a big it's a big step especially you know the older you get going back to school and stuff like that and uh, and you know choosing different paths and, and things but um, yeah you no know, we wish him all the best and uh, he's still gonna be around here doing some personal training probably picking up some classes here and there and um, yeah we're looking forward to still having him around keeping him around even though he lives on the other side of the city and he has to pack a lunch and stop for a break every time he comes into work um, just because he needs to. But anyways, the main reason I wanted to kind of throw throw out this podcast was um, I've had more and more people coming in lately um, that are, you know, aging. They're around my age, 40-ish and, and older, and they're all coming in. They're, um, they're realizing that their bodies aren't serving them the way they want them to and they're not able to move the way they used to. They've got aches and pains where they didn't before. They're coming into retirement, um, and it's like, hey, I'm retiring in two years, and my back hurts when I'm swinging a golf club, um, and this never used to happen before. It's like, well, you know, you're sitting at a desk for eight to 10 hours a day. 
um, you know, your, your hip flexors are really tight. Your hamstrings are super tight. Um, you know, we need to kind of loosen things up, take a bit of pressure off your back, build some core strength, um, just get you overall stronger and moving better. And, um, it's, it's awesome to see I'm getting feedback from people, from friends that I've gone to, to school with since like grade one and stuff, how they're, they're feeling better. And it's only been a couple weeks. Um, my next door neighbor, Les, has joined up. He's like, you know, four sessions in, I'm down one notch on my belt. I already feel better. I'm moving better. He's working with Justin for his one-on-one base camps, which is super cool. Um, Justin's giving him some stuff to, to get moving a little bit more. His upper back and shoulders are super tight. So just trying to get that stuff moving a bit more, which is going to help with the golf swing. Um, loosening up the hip flexors and uh, and just really just opening things up. So you know the the less a body gets used, the less it wants to be used. The the more it tightens up and the the more work you have to do to get it moving. Um, and this this really you know has hit home with uh, one of my one of my old training clients that I started with. Um, it was like fifteen years ago. Mr. Jerry, he's uh, making a comeback today too. And it's, it's same thing. Um, you know, we, we kind of, we switched at the old gym. We were doing like CrossFit beforehand. Um, I was pulling stuff into the wellness when I worked there. I was bringing tractor tires to flip. We didn't have any sleds. So I had to make sleds literally would grab mats, like exercise mats, uh, we'd throw one down on the ground, put a tire on it and then push it. And you'd push it along the carpet and it acted as a sled. It was awesome. And then we wanted something heavier. We'd throw two tires on it or we'd throw weights in those tires. Um, I'd also take our, our beat up mats, like our really crappy mats there at the wellness. And I'd take two pieces of wood and just like sandwich um, the top part of the mat between this, this piece of wood, these two pieces of wood run bolts right through it. So basically the mat was sandwiched between these two boards and then um and then i'd have a rope on it so people would use that for sled pulls and we'd throw weights on it we'd throw tires on it we'd throw me on it um just so that they'd be like pulling something and uh yeah we didn't have any any of the actual like sleds or implements like that back then but it was just like okay how can i you know how can i figure this out and get people to do stuff with stuff that we already uh have or that was being thrown out or whatever so it's just like making equipment i got some videos and stuff like that of that old stuff which was really interesting but um you know now we got the now we got the real stuff and it's it's awesome uh, we got our turf and sleds and all that fun stuff but um yeah mr bennett's making a comeback today which is super cool body's not serving him the way he wants it to and um and it's frustrating and uh so at the old gym when we switched to uh our, our crossfit affiliate we started off as creative conditioning switched to uh, Stark CrossFit and uh, Stark Strength and Conditioning, which is what we run as right now. And um, the the workouts changed in the way that we added more barbell to it. So the stuff I was doing before um, was CrossFit-y, it was boot camp-ish, it was, it was a bit of everything. And, um, and we didn't use as much barbell stuff because when I was doing personal training and stuff like that, we didn't have Olympic bars and bumper plates and stuff like that to use. Uh, so I did get some of that stuff in high school back in the day, but uh, didn't didn't actually get to make a whole lot of use of it. Uh, to just hit the mic. Um, just didn't get a whole lot of use of it, um, you know, while I was doing personal training and stuff. So when I opened our first gym, 
ended up getting barbells, bumper plates, all that kind of stuff. And then it was like, we, we ended up throwing a lot of that stuff into workouts. And it is so technical that the people that were coming in that wanted like a good sweat and not to really, I don't want to say think about their workout, but it, they didn't want it to be as technical. Um, it, it kind of made a bit of a sore spot there. So some people were like, I don't want to learn how to freaking snatch. I don't want to learn how to do a clean and jerk. I don't want to spend, you know, 20 to 30 minutes of my workout um, moving an empty barbell. And that's totally, that's that's fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I know that, you know, the amount of, of technique and effort and time and commitment and repetitions required to get good at weightlifting um not everyone's going to be crazy about that and if they're coming in just to kind of like get fitter get stronger um you know move some heavier weights in maybe a non-technical capacity uh look sexier like they don't typically need to learn the olympic lifts i think there's great benefit to them the mobility requirements for it the speed the accuracy the body awareness all that kind of stuff uh i think there is transferable skill into the rest of your life but with that being said, um, it does take a lot of time and effort and, and work and some people's bodies just aren't ready for it, aren't made for it, don't have the mobility to do it. And if it takes five to eight to 10 years for someone to regain that mobility, you know, if the person's into that, awesome. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. If you don't care that you ever get that back again, that's fine too. Um, but uh, yeah, some people that I had worked with, like. 15 years ago for a good amount of time mr b was probably we worked together for about eight to ten years and then uh haven't really worked with him for about five or five or six years now so he's making a comeback and wants wants his body back wants to be like moving again moving well moving properly not be in pain so we're gonna start with some personal training just to kind of get him back into it and then uh and then see if uh you know he wants to go back into the class route or if he's going to be happy with the the one-on-ones so either way it's cool seeing people come back and realize like hey i'm not doing stuff for my body that is helping me to to move better and i'm losing the physical ability to do certain things so it's really really awesome that people are picking up on that and um one one thing that i found yesterday it was really really sad i was out at uh, my mother-in-law's 70th birthday we were at olive garden and one of Lori's aunts um was had a bit of a an attack with uh started coughing and basically you know when you cough and then you try to inhale she was gasping for air she could not breathe and it was something that happens on a weekly basis and just seeing how hard it was to even just breathe and they're very deconditioned um don't have a whole lot of you know a whole lot of strength avoid doing anything that's a challenge because it's too challenging and that's something that you know someone in their in their 60s i think should not be doing like you need to be doing stuff you need to be moving your body and challenging yourself as much as possible um, in a in a smart, controlled manner, so that you can get as much as you possibly can out of it for as long as possible. If at the age of sixty, like, you know, I'm I'm twenty years away from there, and uh, if I were to think of myself at sixty, 
coughing and not being able to breathe and gasping for air. And this lasted for minutes at a time. And it looked like she was being strangled. And it's like, nope, that's fine. It happens once a week. That's that's normal. That's okay. And I thought, that's not okay. That's not cool. Because if you're just sitting around doing nothing and you're doing that for decades and decades and decades, the weight piles on, life gets tougher, um, you get weaker, everything else gets heavier. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a lot of work to be able to, to do anything, to enjoy life, to enjoy retirement. And basically, if when you get to that point, you're, you're pretty much sitting in God's waiting room. Um, you know, you're, you're not having a ton of quality of life. You're not you know, able to go out and enjoy your, your family and grandkids as much. If you're gasping for air at, uh, you know, a family dinner because you are very unconditioned and unhealthy and have very, you know, poor habits, you know, I, I don't think that that's a good quality of life and I don't want to see that for anyone. Um, you know, if, if you're doing something even a few days a week just to keep moving just to challenge yourself a little bit you are going to go so much further than if you just let yourself decline and just let things keep sliding downhill for you know years and years or decades and um you know the the more you get that the, the more weight you get on that sled and the more you're going downhill the more it's going to pick up speed and uh and things are going to get worse so yeah this was a really long podcast for just a few thoughts that I kind of wanted to start off with. But that takeaway there from last night at dinner, I was just uh, thinking about how how bad that is. And it's not about, you know, just starting something when you're 60. It's like um, there's there's a an Iron Man. His name is Lou Hollander. He's in his 80s. I think he was. Uh, uh, oh, what is it? trying to remember he was a space engineer engineered rockets um but anyways one of his famous quotes is if you want to be fit and functional at 80 you'd better damn well pay attention at 40 and um i i'm super happy to see you know people around me in their 40s that are kind of getting ready to do stuff and and they're wanting to kind of get some health back and get some functionality and some fitness back and I think that's huge. And if you can start something and you find something that you enjoy and that challenges you, um, keep keep doing it and don't stop. Um, you know, if if you're doing stuff and you're you die from ball slams at 100 years of age, you probably lived pretty well up until that 100 years and you were pretty fit and functional, um, rather than you know not being able to get off a toilet and someone not finding you for days, so you end up passing away because of that. But Anyways, that's another story. So moral of the story, I know I went through a lot, but make sure you're moving. Do the best you can, you know, even if uh, even if you're not super motivated, just, just go and move. I think that'll be my next podcast because I've been forcing myself to get my ass up and jump into classes and stuff like that. And um, yeah, we'll talk about that the next time. But anyways, if you got any comments, please throw them up. Let me know what you're thinking. If you want to hear anyone um, on a podcast, if you have any good ideas from, 
uh, I was talking to Leslie yesterday. He was telling me some different ideas that uh, that she has for a podcast. And um, I've heard from more and more people like, hey, you need to put out more content. So these these little on-the-fly podcasts about what I'm thinking and stuff like that might, uh, might come up a little bit more because they're quick and easy to do rather than getting a guest in. Um, and if there's anything specific you want to hear me talk about, yeah, let me know. Sometimes it's tougher to get guests in and coordinate times and stuff like that. But either way, we're going to we're gonna try and get this done and um, get a bit more content out to you and hopefully make your lives a little bit better than yesterday. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have an awesome week.